Hi everyone, I'm Carla. And I'm Lanes. And together, we're the After Deck. We chat about the latest Below Deck episodes each week. Let's dive in, Lanes. Can't wait. So tonight, Lanes, we are talking about Below Deck Down Under, Season 2, Episode 4, All's Fair in Love and Downpour. Mm-hmm. And in this episode, it's day two of Charter, and we have a wet, windy picnic. That's right. Yes. <laughs> Chef gets something shiny from Captain Jason, and she likes it. And the crew night out takes a turn as Laura and Luke get it on. So let's start the show. Yes. Second day of Charter, 10.50 a.m. There's blood. Yeah. It's not a shark attack. No. (laughs) No. They're getting glass out of a foot. Yeah, and it's bleeding a lot for a small wound. Mm. Mm. I love how Aisha gets this teeny tiny little (laughs) Band-Aid and she goes, you'll be right, Mm. slaps it on there, and she gets Margot to vacuum around the table so there's no more glass incidents. Which should have been done. Should have been done. Apparently by the deck crew the night before. Yes. So it's a beach lunch picnic today. Yes. And the weather's not looking good. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Chef makes this extravagant beach picnic. She's going all out for a beach picnic. There's no sandwiches in sight. No, she does a tomahawk. Yes. And lobster tails and burrata with local tomatoes. God, that sounds good. The burrata with local tomatoes. I'm yeah. down for the tomahawk. You had me at local tomatoes. You had me at steak. <laughs> Yes, we, we know you're easy when it comes to a snake. <laughs> I mean a snake. I mean a snake. <laughs> what have you got on your mind? You dirty rat. Dakes. Aisha asks Laura to get all the things together for the beach picnic and Laura wants to go with Aisha to do that lunch service, but it's her break. mm. And she's like, oh, no, I don't, I don't mind. I want to work through my break. I just want to go out to the picnic. And I don't really know why she does that. I, I always think with Laura there's an ulterior motive, but I'm not too sure why she did this. She said, I thought she said she wanted to do it because she knew she wanted the setup to be good and that if she does it, it'll be way better than if Aisha did it. Oh, that, yeah. Well, there you go. That's it. Yeah. The weather is worsening. Yeah. Rain is incoming fast. I'm a farm girl, Lanes. Yeah. I can look out to the sky and tell you. We have a competition, me and the kids. I'm like, see the rain? How many minutes till it's here? And do you always get it right? No, no, sometimes I get it wrong. But I'm like, that's a f- that's five minutes. We've got five minutes, kids, till the rain comes. <laughs> <laughs> I just look up and see that it's grey and think it's going to rain. Yeah. Well, no one really did this except for Captain Jason. But they were told, like they said, it's going to rain. Do you still want to go on this beach picnic? Yeah. They're like, yeah, we do. He really, the primary, what's his name? Is it Jack? Jack really wants to go to the beach. Yep. No, we're going to the beach. So all his guests are like, well, whatever he wants, we'll do because he's paying. So they off, off their trot. Well, they've got to push everything forward. Yeah. This is where Chef Nelly has a meltdown because Captain Jason, all of a sudden, he's in the galley saying, okay, we're going like... Pronto. Yeah, so that's right. So it was what was one hour and 30 minutes until lunch is now 40. Yes, and she's like, but the tomahawks. (laughs) And Jason's like, it's all good. I'll start them on the front of the boat. She gets shitty. Yeah, she's not happy. She doesn't take it the right way. 
how it's intended was helpful. How she took it was, you always seem to be having to help me and that's not good. Yes. And he just says, look, the situation has changed. We all need to get in and help. You're not Australian if you can't barbecue. It's in fact a part of citizenship. Yes. He grabs the Tommies and he's off. On this teeny tiny barbecue. <laughs> These massive steaks on this tiny barbecue. <laughs> it's like we're playing with like Lego or Barbies because you've got this huge steak but on a tiny little thing. Yeah, mini. So while they're getting ready with the food, the other crew head over and set up the beach. They hustle, but you can see the rain just coming towards them across the water. Off they go anyway. And what do we see? What do we see on the boat lanes? Oh, well, because of said weather, the guests get umbrellas and they have their umbrellas on the tender going across to the beach. Have you ever seen? (laughs) It was the funniest thing. Four people sitting on a little speedboat with umbrellas. It's so stupid. What did they think was going to happen? It would have been better to just get a towel and put a towel over your head. Right? Instead, the umbrellas are like blowing backwards because yeah. how many knots They're would we have? They're not built for boats. No. <laughs> and it wasn't really even raining at that time. It was just the wind of the boat. Yeah. Anyway, that was funny. So then it's 12.05 and the next tender is set to depart the boat because a couple of the guests took as long as Laura to sort themselves out. Yeah. And it's so windy at the beach that they're having to hold the gazebo. It's like nearly about to take off. Like I could, it could not be a worse beach picnic, but the table looks good. The table looks good. And then they're like, have you guys got towels? And I can't remember who it was, but someone handed them these little micro mini hand towels that they're draping across their shoulders. But these guests are actually super chill. They are, yeah. Yeah. And they're just rolling with it. Yep. They're like, it happens. We're just going to enjoy our picnic. Also, we said yes to coming over here knowing the weather. Yes. So, you know. Yep. If they did act up, it would be like a bit shit of them. Yeah, yeah. The lobster towels look amazing. Oh. She that- even cut the meat out of the shell and put it back in the shell for presentation so that then they didn't have to do that. Very elegant. Again, for a beach picnic. Amazing. Yeah. Guests are tired. They're tired from all that sitting. All that sitting and the gusty wind. They're ready to go back to the boat. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we see the crew packing up. And here we get Adam Brooklyn. He's got an esky on his head. Yeah. He's got three deck chairs Mm -hmm. laced over each arm. He's like a tank carrying an army. Yeah. It's the first time I've seen him work hard. Do something. (laughs) No, he does work hard, but uh, yeah, I'm not. Yes, physically, yeah, carry a lot of stuff. Just be kind of like in there and the thick of it. Yes. So the deck crew are getting the slide in from the boat. Yes, we're back on the boat and they're bringing that slide in, and they have to use a hook to kind of control part of it or something. Again, you don't really see it. No, we're at the tail end. <laughs> we just see this dangling hook. A hook, yeah. And so I don't know what the hook was used for, but anyway, Culver is controlling this hook. And it gets a little close to Harry's head. It's like floating above Harry's head. Well, Harry's head is almost touching the sky anyway, so. He's in the clouds anyway. <laughs> so they communicate that, like hook above your head or they say something. Yeah. And Adam chimes in with his textbook again, no, man, this shouldn't happen, this safety issue here. Like, But it's kind of now I feel like 
you're just a good boy who likes to have everything right. And in order. Yep. And you, you were taught that at school, at boat school, and now you're seeing these things. And so I think he wants to be, because he's not making an impact in other areas of decking, he's wanting to make an impact in stuff that he knows. Exactly. I've got a new name for him. What is that? Chief Safety Officer. <laughs> he's the CSO. <laughs> Harry doesn't find it. Funny. Yeah, no, he doesn't. Like no. And to be fair, it's just a hook hanging up in the sky. Like, unless Harry jumped up, I don't see what the big safety issue is. And they did say hook. There's a hook there. Like, it's just above your head, mate. Exactly. So now that Laura's been to the beach picnic, she needs to get ready again because her hair's messy. She now wants a break. She didn't want one before, but now she needs one. She used her break. Yeah. Now she wants one. And, of course, she's taking ages. Yeah, she's also taking advantage of Aisha's good nature. Because she knows and she tells us she can get what she wants at all times, but even more so with Aisha. Yeah, and she is becoming more and more insidious to me. Yes. I thought you were going to say insolent, and I was going to say yes. Either or. Insidious, insolent. All crew into your blacks. Mm. It's 5.55 p.m. And Laura <laughs> comes out in her civvies with wet hair. Why? Not in her blacks. No. Not ready. No. Two breaks. Yes. I'm infuriated. She was told to be ready at 6 p.m. to hit the ground running. She's not. Aisha asks her to change into her blacks and says, you've got six minutes. Like, I'm setting a timer. Fucking hell. Mm. Aisha and Margot are now setting up uh, for dinner and we're back with the deck team. Because the CSO needs to talk about the hook some more. By hook or by crook, he's going to tell his tale. Uh, He says he's never seen safety so disrespected on a boat before, to which I say, can safety be disrespected or can only a person be disrespected? I thought he said disregarded. Oh, We'll have to watch it back. (laughs) We've had a big week of below deck this week, haven't we? We have because, see, Carla decided to go to Thailand for her birthday, left me here, (laughs) and now we had to do a marathon catch-up. So we are – Well, we did do this recording already in Thailand. Didn't work. We decided it wasn't worth (laughs) worthy of your ears in terms of the sound quality. Mm -mm. So we're doing it again just for you. It's 620 Dinner. Laura is still getting ready. I just want to note that she's 24 minutes Thank late for you. her shift. I need the time notes from you. Because this is insubordinate. Is insubordinate. That's actually what I thought you were going to say. So we've got insidious, insubordinate and insolent. So I love Greek food. I can't wait. But Aisha sits down with Culver to ask him if he would be willing to be a Greek god for tonight. I mean, he doesn't have to think. For long, does he, Lance? No, and he doesn't. He also doesn't, in my eyes, using my eyeballs to look at Culver, doesn't have to try hard to look like a Greek god. So he's all about <laughs> being the Greek god. He's happy about being painted in gold. He's like, cool. Which Laura likes painting him in gold as well. And then Aisha tells us that the guests actually requested a chocolate piñata for this <laughs> event. <laughs> I mean, A, Y... Have you ever seen a chocolate piñata? No. In cans, unless you've got a deep freeze cold room and that's where you're going to crack it, it's going to melt by the time you get it from the fridge to the deck. 
I just love what they found. They Yeah, what did they find? An, a massive Easter egg. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny to me and I don't know why. Like he walks out because we would laugh. If we said chocolate pinata and this Easter egg came out, we would be like, that's gold. Yes, exactly. So Colbert decides he's going to make a ceremony of sorts. Aisha and Luke start workshopping it. Anyway, Cole was like, I'll work something out. Leave it with me. Yeah, like, this is my lane. I got this, guys. The guests love the dinner setup. They're squished around this teeny tiny table. Why do they keep having dinner there, Lance? Because it's outside and they think we're on a boat, so we should be outside, I They guess. need to change that table. The guests are happy with the decorations, though. They love it. And they start serving dinner. So it's Greek salad, love. Honestly, I'd be looking for more. But I love it, so I'd. Be okay with that less. The teeny tiny amount that you got. Yeah, because what's coming next? Another I, favourite, slow-cooked lamb with homemade flatbread and tzatziki. I know, delicious. Love. Yeah. They finish up that course and it's Culver's time to shine. Yes, Culver. What does he do, Lanes? He, he comes out and they, they like chant him out. Ooh, ooh, ah, ah, ooh, ooh, ah, ah. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, Culver enters. Like he's birthed. Like this jaundice god. (laughs) And he's birthed the egg himself. (laughs) So proud of the egg. It's come from Mykonos and he's got this wonderful tail to go with it. Then there's the smashing of said Scorpio egg. They smash the shit out of that egg. I think the crew end up having to say, okay, like it, you've done it, like you're going to get the table. Mind the table. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. It's amazing. A really good night. It, the guests look like they have lots of fun. Yep. It's raining and storming like it's man overboard weather. I yeah, feel it's like cans. you're going to lose someone in that kind of weather. Slip. Like, Monsoonal season. Monsoon season. And Harry and Adam are chatting in the Laz. Harry's worried that he's not ranking high enough in Margot's eyes as Luke. Yes, he's lamenting on missing his chance to have time with Margot. Mm. And this is when Luke approaches Adam about the safety stuff, like saying, can you not bring it up in front of all the boys? Just come to me personally. We'll have a chat first. Anything that needs to be addressed, that's my job. I agree with that. Yeah, me too. Everyone's packing up. Everyone's gone to bed. So it's around 10.40, I think, and some crew are starting to head to bed, but not Laura. No, she's got to do the cleaning. Well, she's she could be in bed, but she stays up and chats to Adam. Uh, yeah, and they have dinner at like 2 a.m. Yeah, and she's probing him about his relationship life. Yes. I think she's kind of like set her eyes on him now. I think so. Anyway, we'll see what happens there. And then that kind of finishes it off like for the evening there's nothing really more to to yeah. the night it's then 5 30 in the morning other than noting that adam says nah i'm not i'm not here for a relationship mm. i don't actually want anything i just want to be friends and work it's morning and harry and margot meet for their newly formed morning coffee chats and today they're talking about tonight yes and not getting too smashed Yes. But what was sad about this also was that Margot said, oh, this is so nice having this coffee with you. Like she's never had anything like this before with a partner. Yeah. No one's ever done that for her before and she thinks it's really sweet. To which I say, Lance, that's quite sad. Very sad. No one said, here, darling, here's your coffee. Good morning. Let's have a chat. Yeah. The breakfast looks amazing. It's a smorgasbord. As they're eating, the deck crew pick up anchor. 
Oh, chef made eggs Benny for the crew. So sweet. She's a lovely chef for the crew. She's very thoughtful. Like the other crews get lasagna. Yeah, like just pizzas. Yeah, cereal. Just help yourself to cereal and yeah. make your own toast for breakfast. And I know she hasn't done this for every single meal. She can't, but yeah. she does make an effort to cook nice meals for them. And we find out Culver's mum is Superwoman because she's a corporate corporal, but her passion is cooking. So now she is like a chef and she teaches cooking. Good on her. Yeah. No He's, wonder Culver likes food. Well, this is what he says about his mum. She has the best food and the best love. Who doesn't love their mama? He's beautiful. Mm. Everyone in their whites. They dock. It's a much better docking than last time. Yep. They all meet on the after deck, mm-hmm. all the crew. They say bye. These guests, I'm going to say, these are pretty great charter guests. Yeah, 10 out of 10. I would happily take them on board my yacht. Yeah, same. The only thing they kept asking for was ice and that was uh, on their preference sheet. It should have been available. And I don't disagree. Yep. The tip. Mm. Let's talk about the tip. $1,670 US dollars each. Yes, that's good. Do you know how much that is in Aussie dollars? I'm now going to convert it every week. Okay, good, because I don't want to do that. Great. Your time, I'm money. So it's almost $2,500 Aussie dollars. That is a lot of money for two days, three days work. Beautiful. And also, these are from Australian guests. Yes. And Australians don't well, we don't tip here in mm. our country. Like when we go overseas, you you do that, but we don't here. So that was, you know, that's a good tip for not being part of our culture. The helmet, the shiny disco helmet goes to Sheffy. Yeah. Keep improving and get out of your own head. And she says, I love what she says here. She's like, oh, my God, Jason gave me something shiny and I really like it. <laughs> I just wish it could be something on my finger. <laughs> I do like how the helmet isn't a dreaded thing, like people all kind of accept and it's okay and they're like, yeah, I reckon I'm going to get the helmet today or, you know. They all know they're all going to get it at least once. (laughs) Yep. And as soon as the tip meeting's over, Laura leans over the coffee table and asks Aisha if she can have more time to get ready. So basically she's like, wants an extra 45 minutes to get ready. And Aisha's like, no, because then we have to cover for you. We have to work longer just so that you can take longer to get ready. It's not fair. It's not the crew's problem that she needs more time. Why? Why does she need so much time? What is she doing? She just wants what she wants whenever she wants it at all times. <laughs> so she's finally met Aisha's no side because Aisha's like, no, I'm not budging. And when she gets a no, she, she just... Tantrum. It, oh, you can feel it like... She just walks off and, you know, that's going to come back to bite my ass. Well, she's going to take longer, isn't she? And again. And she does. She does. Yep. So they're sitting waiting for her. They're all ready. It's 6.30. Got the timeline. Go. 6.35, not ready. 6.50, not ready. 7.08, not ready. The restaurant is now texting Aisha to ask if she still wants their table held. That's ridiculous. I'd be like, I'm not waiting. No. I'm gone. You can get your own way there. It's not that far from the dock. Even if it was. In Cairns, like it's not that far. Cairns isn't big. No. Uh, 50 minutes late for dinner. Yeah. That's rude not only for the people that are having dinner with you. Yeah. It's rude for the restaurant. That's 50 minutes of a table sat with no one on it that was reserved. Mm -hmm. They could have had people in and out in that time. Yep. Not cool. No. So they finally get off the boat. 
I'm really happy to see that tonight they're eating food as well as drinking. Mm. And Harry feeds Margot at the table. Yeah, it's sloppy. <laughs> it's sloppy. Luke decides to chime in and say, oh, they're like 14-year-olds on their first date. It's really hard to watch. And this is where I see a little flick in Luke mm. and he immediately decides he's going to take revenge. Mm-hmm. Well, if Margot's not going to uh, take my affections, I will get somebody else. Mm-hmm. They do a ton of tequila shots and this is where Luke, what does he do, brings Laura over to sit on him or something? Yep. And Laura says, I want Adam, but now she's got her eyes set on Luke. So she goes and sits on him. So basically they're both getting with each other to try to like get a reaction or get the attention of Adam and Margot and it's not working. Yeah. They start pashing at the table, in fact. If you could see Lane's body language, her hand is on her hip. Her hand is on her hip. Her face like thunder. Yeah, that's it. Just head tilted to the side. <laughs> just don't like them. Don't like them at all. Serena and Adam are out for a smoke and she asks him what he thinks about Laura. And he's like, I only see her as a friend. Yeah, I'm not interested. Yeah. Everyone starts dancing. It's messy dancing. Laura's on Luke and he's loving the attention. Luke says to Laura, you don't feel it between us? As if to say, can't you feel this connection that's building between us? Which is all bullshit. And they start pashing some more. I'm uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Margot is shocked by seeing them pash right in front of her. But actually she's like, oh, this is good. I knew he was a fuck boy and now he's just proven it to me. I'm like, go girl. Uh, She's seeing his true colours and this is where the episode is left to be continued. Coming up on the next episode, we see Laura and Luke making out some more. We see fussy pot pants guests. Fussy pot pants. Fussy pot pants guests food-wise. That's hard to get my mouth around. And Aisha's a bit concerned that it feels unprofessional, so I'm a bit worried about Sheffy. Do we have problems in the galley? I think we do. <sighs> Stay tuned. If you'd like to follow us on Insta, come over to theafdeck.pod. Or send us an email on theafdeckpod at gmail.com. We'd love to know what you think about the show and what you'd like us to cover for upcoming seasons. Bye.